Welcome to Bullshit Alert. I'm your host, Jeff Griggs. And as usual, I have a group of friends with me today, and I'm pretty sure they are all lying to me. If they're lying and I think they're telling the truth, I'm going to award them points. If they're telling the truth and I think they're lying, I'm going to award them points. And if I guess right and they make me laugh, I'm just I'm just going to award them points. I'm just going to do it because they make me laugh. Scoring systems, very precise. It's very uh, complicated and it's available for you on our Instagram page at bullshit alert without an I. It's not on our Twitter. We, we just don't put it there. So uh, joining me today are my bullshitting friends. Our first friend in our group is Danny Marshall. Hi, Danny. Hi, Jeff. How is it going with you today? Good, good. I, I slurred your name. I said Danny Marshall. That's, so. that's fine. I've gotten worse. But also, you, you tend to rush through your intro every day. I feel like you're being chased by someone. It's because everybody knows it. Oh, everybody knows. Everybody knows the intro. So then, should we, we have not, to do so it? Should we cut it? We have to do it. Oh. We have to, okay. because there's new listeners every week, and so those people don't know. So they just need to catch but up. They can't catch up because you're rushing through it. So it's kind of. You just lost ten points. What? Our <laughs> other friend joining us is Lily Moss. Hi, Lily. How are you? Hi, I'm okay. You know, are I'm you? Speaking, it, are you? I, yeah, I'm okay. Okay, because last week you told us you had COVID, so I'm just checking to make sure you're okay. I mean, I I did, but I'm I'm doing okay now. Okay. Time heals all wounds, <laughs> unless it kills you. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, and then you return to the earth and your worm food, and that's a kind of healing as well, Ben. For for everyone to know, Lily did get a vaccine and was is one of these lucky few who. Uh, is part of the breakthrough who got COVID after going to a uh, a vaccine inspired rave. So yeah, it wasn't what it wasn't a vaccine inspired rave. It was a, it was a baroque themed rave. Oh, but aren't all baroque themed things centered around the vaccine? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure in the baroque period they didn't have vaccines. So it's kind of the opposite. Uh, yeah, but uh, it's not surprising I got COVID after. Uh, dancing in a room with 300 other people and breathing heavily uh yeah you you were kind of asking for it okay (laughs) thank you lily uh also joining us is our special bullshit oh let me let me say it again (laughs) also i'm i'm slurring for some reason cut this part yeah cut this lucas jeff you're trash also (laughs) i know (laughs) on my big my big water bottle okay I shouldn't have taken a drink of that. Also joining us is our special bullshitting guest. It's Asher Porn. <laughs> I don't think we've ever done this before. No, we've, where never, I have... we've never had to re-record. No, I've... we've never re-recorded. The irony is that I think no one in the world has better diction than Jeff Green. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> like, I can't think of anyone also... who speaks clearer. I really can't. Yeah. <laughs> that's good to know. I, I had no no clue it's because i'm trying to hide my southern illinois accent mm. and we'll meet we'll meet steven in a second who doesn't hide it at all <laughs> uh also joining us today is our special bullshitting guest asher perlman asher is a writer for the colbert show a cartoonist for the new yorker and a performer for improvised shakespeare welcome asher perlman thank you so much for having me Longtime fan first time guest <laughs> Aww. That's fantastic. And you've actually listened to some of the episodes. I can't stress enough how much I love this show. I have been 
just i mean i'm delving into the back log and i'm already seeing the the end where i'm caught up in real time and i'm like sad about it whoa whoa well keep listening because we've got about 70 left um in this season so we're we're really driving hard this episode's gonna be great (laughs) yeah absolutely you know asher you're you're one of the lucky 1,200 <laughs> who's, actually, who's listened to our podcast. Wait, you're yeah. at 1,200's high, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I mean, that's high. that's like total listens. <laughs> I think it's high. We're I stretching think it's it There were more people great. at the rave than there are listeners. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, Danny, that's probably true. Also, when you, when you said it was a Baroque-themed rave, I thought you said broke-themed rave, where it was like a bunch of... <laughs> Just a bunch of people who had no money raising. This is their home now. Uh, no, right. It was it was the opposite. People were wearing like full period costume and like amazing, amazing outfits. And I don't know how they did it because I, I was wearing not like the overcoats and like petticoats, whatever that they were wearing. And I was dripping with sweat. <laughs> so I can't imagine wearing more clothing. Lily, maybe you don't have COVID. Maybe you have the plague. Uh, I'm doing pretty good for the play then. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, also joining us is our timekeeper and our scorekeeper. It's Stephen Carter. Hi, Stephen. Hey, Jeff. Just your Southern Bell coming in with the time. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're about you know five minutes in. Maybe we should speed this up a, a <laughs> sec. Okay, thank you, thank you. You know, Stephen, someone, uh, someone of our uh, 1,200 listeners. I was talking to them uh, and they were asking about the show and they said, you know, Stephen plays every week, but his scores don't count. Why is it that his scores don't count? Why do you think your scores don't ever count? Oh, I, I'm just here to have a little fun and it does winning doesn't matter to me, you know? I think it's like when you give your little sibling another controller, but it's not plugged in to keep them distracted while you play video games. It's kind of like that. Yeah, but in this that case, a lot of sense. Stephen's not the younger sibling he's like the older sibling drooling in the corner dang you you not only do you not get points you just are getting abused this is brutal steven no at the end of the day i'm here for for time (laughs) just for time all right all right well thank you for being here steven and maybe maybe you might get some points this this show and maybe it'll count i won't hold my breath i won't hold it you know all right all right, good. Well, let's get to our first round, and we're going to jump right in. You are going to tell me what is the weirdest thing that happened to you this week. Uh, if you are uh, lying, and I, I guess that you're lying, you'll get five points. If you could fool me, you will get five points. So let's start off with Danny Marshall. Danny, what was the weirdest thing that happened to you this week? I had a bit of a run-in with a celebrity. Oh, Really? Yeah. Who was the celebrity? The celebrity, hold hold for large gasp from the audience, was Lin Manuel Miranda. Danny, where did you meet Lin Manuel Miranda? I, now, well, I didn't necessarily meet him. I did have a run in, though. You had a run in. Yes. You had a run in. Yes. Okay. So when did you? Where and when did you have your run in with Lin? So I I uh, was in 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 the Big Apple, uh, Manhattan. Uh, as I'm not too far from there and seeing some friends. And um, I was headed back to Penn Station, you know, beautiful place, definitely visit there. And uh, <laughs> on my way back, uh, there was uh, 
the drama bookshop is that, are any of you guys familiar with the story of the drama bookshop silence i elaborate am, go ahead you can okay. you can so the expand. drama bookshop is a wonderful small business an independent bookstore that if you want to buy plays musicals librettos anything like that they're the place to go in new york and they're they're right in midtown and sadly they were closing they couldn't afford their rent um this was about two years ago and right before the pandemic, news broke, Lin-Manuel Miranda was buying the store and was helping it find a new location and reopen and everything. So it has since reopened and I was really excited to visit. So I decided to go over there. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm walking down 7th Avenue and I turn onto 39th and uh, I, see, I see this man walking down the street towards the same direction. I'm, I'm a few feet behind him and he's wearing the classic Lin hat. And I kind of laughed to myself like, huh, this idiot is walking towards Lynn's store in a Lynn hat. He's probably a weird super fan or whatever. And then there are behind, a few feet behind him are two little kids and a woman. And then one of the kids runs up to him and, I, as, and I'm, I'm starting to make way and just to kind of see who the, this, the, clearly this is a family and, and seeing. And as I get closer, I, I'm just like, oh, like maybe, I don't know who that is, but then I see the woman and I go, oh, that's Lin-Manuel Miranda's wife. That's definitely her. I've seen her on Twitter and, and social media and stuff. So um, I get closer and closer and they all have masks on. And I look and, and he turns back and I see his eyes and I go, oh, my God, it's Lin-Manuel Miranda. And I just start, I just tense up and start shaking. I don't know what to do. Um, and I overhear his wife talk to their youngest son saying describing the store like yeah it's like a little bookstore that daddy helped that you know that they, a lot of people they love to come and get plays and stuff and as we approach you know they open the door and his wife actually holds the door open for me and I say thank you and and I turn to Lynn and wait for him to kind of look back at his wife and kids and and I was just going to say thank you for everything as just a creative like thank you for what you've done uh but he didn't look back at me um and he just walked in and I so I kind of am like just trying to see what's going on and and I see he walks over and sitting on, you know, a love seat are his parents. And I see the whole. Because you saw them on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, I well. see. Yeah, his dad, <laughs> his dad's on Twitter. I follow his dad as well. Very cool guy. He worked, I think, in the Koch administration. Uh, hashtag Ed Koch, big fan of the show. Um, yeah, so I saw and I was like, you know, fake tied my shoes right there to, to kind of just overhear what they were doing. And they just had a lovely family get together at the shop that Lynn owns. You didn't speak to him. You just played it cool. I, I figured it's a Sunday. His kids are here. His parents are here. They were clearly, they were only there for a few minutes. Why, why interrupt him in his kind of, in his zone? It's a family day. Let him have it. Um, yeah. Why interrupt him when you can just hover around him for 30 minutes? <laughs> it was not 30, Stephen. It was like five or 10. It sounds very stalkerish. Yes. Yes. And uh, that's some improv training for you guys. Uh, I'm sure a lot of other people do that because it's Lin-Manuel Miranda. All right. Uh, let me ask. Stephen, Lily, Asher, do you, if you see celebrities, do you talk to them? Asher? I don't. I I do the same thing. I I, I Adrian Grenier Grenier. I yeah. his, he lives in my neighborhood, and I ha, I've seen him, and and as huge a fan I am of him, I never talk to him. Lily, do you do you 
approach celebrities? Mm, not really, unless it's in like a setting that they are like prepared to be approached in, you know, like at a con or something like that. I, I once saw uh, Brendan Fraser at a diner, and he, he was eating with his kids. And I'm I'm a huge Brendan Fraser fan, huge. Like, yeah, he's he's starting his comeback, and I'm so happy for him. He's gonna be in uh, a comedy pretty soon, and I, I'm I'm so excited. And uh, it was a huge debate for me whether or not to go over and talk to him, and I I decided not to. Are you a real not to talk to him? Are you a big fan of about Looney Tunes uh, back in action? No, it's really it's the mummy movie. Oh, so I was gonna talk shocking. about it. Yeah. yeah. Him him and Rachel Weiss, I feel like are uh the bisexual awakening for an entire generation <laughs> of those movies. Interesting. Steven, do you talk to celebrities? I will look at them from afar, but deer <laughs> on a hillside. I will be like, that's who that is, and just admire them and be like, I'm in their presence. <laughs> that's what I'll do. I'm I'm sorry, are you saying you'll admire a deer from afar or the deer admires you from afar? Can it uh, be think, mutual? Yeah, why can't it be? <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not somebody who will talk to celebrities, partially because uh, being at some of the places that we work, we run into celebrities fairly uh, a lot. And so, so I'm always thinking just be cool uh, my wife is the other way if, if she sees a celebrity she will go up and talk to them we just went to the lighthouse on montauk ran into derrick rose and i just sort of elbowed her and went d rose and she and they're hanging out turned right around <laughs> yeah was he injured uh, was, was, was he injured at the time <laughs> yeah, i know i know uh he turned her, she turned around and went, Mr. Rose, it is an honor <laughs> and stopped and talked to him. And, you know, he's at the lighthouse in Montauk. He doesn't expect anybody to, to recognize him, but he, he, she talked to him for a good five, 10 minutes. And then we were on our way. Was he nice? Was but was he, was he friendly? So, so friendly, so nice. And it, it really helped because she said, uh, we were from Chicago and he sort of lit up and went, Oh, really? And then came over and, and then got closer to talk to us. It was, you know, it's cool, but I'm, I would never have done it at all. I would have just kept walking and been satisfied with the fact that I just saw him. So that checks out. Danny, that you were. yeah, Danny, I, um, I'm kind of believing part of your story. I'm not making a judgment on it no, because I, uh, think you're lying but i can't believe <laughs> your story asher uh what is the weirdest thing that happened to you this week okay well we i i i'm second guessing it because the word weird makes I, i'm wondering if it qualifies as weird but it's the thing that stood out the most so i i'm gonna run with okay. it and i don't have time to think sure. of something different okay so <laughs> i went to uh utah with a handful of friends and we were in park city and we were hiking and we, we were only there for a few days. So each day was kind of packed with, you know, it was like we had the hiking day, the boat day. It was very um, scheduled out. And so on the hiking day, we set out on a trail that was a four mile loop. And oh, no, it wasn't a loop. Sorry, it went. It could have been a loop, but we were going four miles straight up and then we would take the ski lift down. And on the first mile, my shoe the back of it, I don't even understand this, but like, I guess there's like a plastic 
cone or something that is like part of the do you know what I'm talking about like in like behind the shoe like above the heel uh, poked yeah, out yeah. i don't know okay so i never had this happen it poked out and just started destroying my heel and so and, and we're walking up at this point so like the pressure is all oh he, heel to the back of the um to the back of the shoe so anyways i don't want to be the guy that ruined because our one hiking day i don't want to ruin it so i just hiked barefoot i just ah. removed I, I i kept one shoe on because don't take you know don't risk more than you have to and walked barefoot uh holding my my shoe in the other so no, just one no. shoe you, one you shoe. Took no, no. one take both off at that point that is what everyone said but <laughs> i stand by it because why would because walking with one shoe is dangerous i know that but i'm too not conflict averse but like i'm scared. i just i don't want to be the reason people don't have fun so i was like i'm not gonna make up because no <laughs> if i had turned back everyone would have been like okay that's it. like i'm not gonna they're not gonna be like asher's gone so if I had turned back, it truly would have killed our only hike. And I, I thought, well, I'll risk the one. Then everyone started complaining. And so what we ended up doing was, um, I didn't want any attention on it, but what we ended up doing is someone had an extra mask. So we basically like cupped my heel on the mask, put the sock back on over it to hold it in place. Oh. So I only ended up walking with the, without the shoe for maybe, I mean, I don't know, like half a mile tops. That's and everyone still, was- That's a half a mile. That's a lot. It was all yeah, be, because that's the worst. That's literally the only <laughs> truly bad option because you're still stepping on on stuff. You have a height differential. Right. You're probably lopsided yeah. now. Don't. That makes no sense. It was. I mean, you will say though, Asher, you can't walk with your heel like that because that will give you a blister and will destroy your foot. It's better that you did go barefoot because if you just tried to walk with your shoe with the heel all distorted like that, that would have. You, you could have really damaged your foot. I said there's so many other good options. What are like you could take right now? You could have taken off your other sock and put it on that foot to get double protection. There, you could have like get another like take some leaves and stuff them in there. So many options. I mean, Lily, I can't stress enough. You are echoing every sentiment <laughs> shouted at me by my friends. I did. I I just I mostly didn't want attention on me. So like once I'd made the decision to you know go shoot, I'd. I just like, I don't want to talk about it anymore. I just want like, let's just go. And then one of my friends is, is a doctor and she was like, well, I have, I don't know what you call it, but it's like not band-aid. It's like liquid that you put on a wound. Do you know what I'm talking about? She was like, mm -hmm. I have that back yeah. at the house. So if you get cut, like we can, I was like, I don't like, please, let's just all talk, like pretend it's not happening. It sounds like you <laughs> failed at trying to not make this hike be about your foot. I failed <laughs> miserably. It was awful. So not weird, but it did stand up. That's very weird. It's very weird. Thank you, Asher. Uh, Lily, uh, what was the strangest thing that happened to you this week? I can tell you, it's not going to be that strange. <laughs> uh, uh, so the, the past week, I you know I've been dealing with COVID, and uh, my roommate informed me that New York State has this program going right now, where if you test positive for COVID, you can go and isolate at a hotel uh, mm -hmm. for free. So I, I called him up and I went and stayed at a hotel for a full week. <laughs> um, obviously still have a cough. Um, they they paid for a ho hotel, Jesus Christ. <laughs> they paid for a hotel for a full week, three meals a day. Uh, a nurse would come by and take my vitals like twice a day 
What I'm most excited about is I got my own pulse ox to take home. That's mine now. So I can check my pulse whenever I want. That, does that um, the thing that goes on your finger? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And it tells you your blood oxygen level and your pulse. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the end of this, and I, I didn't leave this hotel room for seven full days. Didn't, never left the room. And then at the end, they, they, for some reason, were just like, okay. And we have like a bunch of like designer bags and shoes that like, just a thank you for like being safe and isolating. And I was like, okay. And I just looked over the stuff and none of the shoes were my size because I have stupidly big feet. Uh, and I just didn't take anything. Wow. And that was my week. Wow. And uh, what type, what was your favorite meal that you got for free? The food, I will say, w- was the real only downside. It was, really? it was bad. It was like bad cafeteria food. Um, I don't know. I had a like kind of roasted uh, potatoes and uh, beef stew stuff. That was not mm. bad. Hmm. And which hotel was it at? It was the LaGuardia Plaza Hotel is where they're sending everyone. And they said they they had 75 people there who were fully vaccinated and still tested positive. So Mm. uh, stay indoors and don't breathe, people. Did you have a good view of the beautiful new LaGuardia Airport? I did. I don't think I opened the curtains (laughs) the whole time. (laughs) So you you tested positive and have been suffering symptoms? Yeah, it, it hasn't been too bad. Right now, all I really have is a cough. And while I was there, it wasn't too bad. Like I had like a little bit of vertigo and uh, some like brain fog, but- It's a wonder what designer shoes will do to your symptoms. <laughs> yeah, Gucci shoes or whatever they were. <laughs> All right, well, thank you, Lily. Steven, uh, what was the strangest thing that happened to you this week? Uh, I too went hiking um, and even more Southern Illinois. I know, Jeff, you don't even know where I live. Um, no. And- <laughs> <laughs> I went even more south of that, um, and I went to this uh, orchard. It's well, it's it's an orchard, but it's called Crab Orchard Lake. Uh, it's down in Marion, and uh, I was introducing myself as Tom Foolery. <laughs> is how I introduced myself to to sort of entertain. <laughs> What? (laughs) (laughs) To entertain yourself? Just no one knows me because I'm so south and I just felt like Tom Foolery needed to come out. Uh, (laughs) That's how I introduced myself to an individual. And was your wife with you? My wife was with me. And so did you introduce her as Mrs. Foolery? Yes. (laughs) She was right next to me. The Tom Foolery. That's how it went. And did, did Tom, is the persona Tom Foolery different from Stephen? Like, does Tom act different? <laughs> does it free you to, you know, be, take on a different personality or is it just you? It's but, no sense yeah, of humor. You, Not a very you get into like mischief? No, he's a pretty stern guy. He just goes around with his pants pulled up a little bit higher than most people. So Tom Foolery's very stern. Yeah, he's very stern. Really? Yep. And high-waisted, high-waisted. Pants, Well, I would say I was in shorts at the time, so they were high up. They were very short shorts, but they were high-waisted. <laughs> did anyone say anything when you when you introduced yourself? Did anyone say, oh, like the phrase? I, I think that they were still very concerned with like the new COVID restrictions. So like he just kind of brushed it off and gave me a map of where to go walk. 
<laughs> just go. Here's a map. Just go out into the woods. Uh, all right. That's. Let's do a quick recap. Danny, uh, what was the weirdest thing that happened to you this week? Um, I ran into Lin-Manuel Miranda this week. Asher? I hiked, and my shoe broke, and I did part, part of it barefoot and then solved it with a mask. Lily? I was in a hotel for a week, paid for by the taxpayers. Steven? I was Tom. <laughs> Tom Foolery. All right. Five points if I get yours wrong. Danny, uh, your story's bullshit. Asher, your story's true. Lily, I I think your story's bullshit. I think this does exist, and I think you read about it, but I don't think you actually went. Steven, here's the thing. I think, here's what's complicated about Steven and Steven's stories. Steven is looking for something weird to happen in his life, so I have a feeling <laughs> that he just went to this place and turned to his wife and said, I'm going to introduce myself as Tom Foolery, so I have something to talk about on the podcast. So I think, Stephen, yours is true, but I think it's manufactured truth. And so in the end, that's that's really some bullshit that's happening, but I think it's manufactured truth, which really pisses me off. So Danny, is yours true or is it bullshit? Yeah, it's true. A hundred percent true. And not only that, when he left, I kind of, they got into the car. They were going to some family, you know, get together and a car was driving down cla classic windows open blaring music in, in, in Midtown. And he and his dad were kind of jiving to the music. I was like, I want to hate this guy, but I can't. He's awesome. I really thought it was, you know, I thought most of it was true. But then when you told the story about how his wife was talking to the kid and going, this is the story that daddy saved. That, that's such no. a bullshit story. I know, but it was so cool. You know, Lynn, if you ever want to come on the show, you're welcome. Hey, son, son, you know, your father, author of In the Heights and Hamilton, that guy. He yeah. saved yeah. saved the store. Yeah, this is his brick and mortar establishment, <laughs> yeah, honey. Asher, is your story true or is it bullshit? It's bullshit, Jeff. Oh, whoa! But Asher, but it, good. Thank but God. But it did happen, just not to me. I was hiking with actually it, it, the person it happened to was is a former bullshit alert guest, John Sabine, <gasps> and oh. it no. is true. He really did do that, and we were mesmerized by his decision <laughs> john oh john and all, all he so wanted was for everyone to not talk about it and of course absolutely it was the only thing anyone could talk about <laughs> absolutely i mean he was Hilarious. a mad, he was a madman he was walking and this is like it was a trail but it was not i mean this is a it's like a mountain trail like we were walking literally yeah. through mud and like rock. i mean it was i was I love him, and I questioned his judgment that day. <laughs> Jeff, are, are you allowed to retroactively take away points from a guest? Because I yeah, advise that you do so. You're right, Lily. Let's take away 10 points from John Sabine from his episode. So <laughs> oh, in the archives, yes. it will read that he was retroactively taken, had I, 10 points taken away. I honestly think, if I'm remembering correctly, that makes him lose that episode instead of win it. That, we'll have to look back at it, but I think you're right. I would be so proud really? if my legacy is ruining his. <laughs> yes. yes. Lily, is your story true or bullshit? 
Uh, Jeff, not only is it true, it's the only thing I could talk about because it's the only thing that happened to me this week. I did not leave the room for a full week. Wow, and a hotel. Yeah. In, near LaGuardia. Near LaGuardia. Wow. All right. I'm 0 for 3 so far. Steven, I said yours was <laughs> true because you manufactured it. Is it true or is it bullshit? Uh, it was a manufactured bullshit. You got it wrong, uh, Jeff. I am wow. 0 for 4. I'm having quite a game already. Steven, can you tell us uh, the updated scoring and how we're doing on time? Yeah, Danny is at third place with negative five, and Lily and Asher are tied for first with five points each. Fantastic. All right, that is the end of our first round. All right, uh, time for our second round, and it is get to know our guests. And so in getting to know our guests, we are going to talk to Asher, and the game is called Art or not art. Asher is going to describe a piece of art that he has seen or created. Uh, and then uh, Lily and Danny are going to have to figure out if what he is describing is real or bullshit. So Asher, uh, what kind of art are you going to describe to us today? Okay, so the, the art that I that I brought is, uh, it's a cartoon because I, as you mentioned before, I'm a cartoonist and I'm a huge fan of cartoons. And I think that they are, I, I really enjoy looking at other people. So I brought, a, this is an old New Yorker magazine that um, someone in my building left a huge stack. So I've been going through and I mostly skim, I, I mean, it's, it's generous to say I skim the articles. I literally flipped <laughs> to, the, through, to the cartoons. Um, so so the, the, the art is, it's a cartoon from, uh, from an old New Yorker. Okay. Uh, and uh, how long have you been doing uh, the New Yorker uh, cartoons? I've only I've only been doing it for a year now. Yeah. So this is from this is you... from before my time. This this magazine. Okay. And how how often do you draw? Do you draw every day? I do. I I try to do it every day. It's the only thing that's kept me sane over the last whatever eighteen months. Hmm. Wow. That's that's really cool. And you post a lot of them almost. All, all, all that you draw on your Instagram, right? I would I post what I would describe as an obnoxious amount. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> no, not at all. They're great. They're so it's fun. so charming to push people it's to so beg me to stop. But uh, but yeah, <laughs> I just found okay, that it, uh, once, once shows shut down, creative outlets just dried up, and so I had to find another another thing to do. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so uh, go ahead and uh, describe your piece of art. Okay. So I won't sh I'll just describe it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So um, it's 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 like a you know very traditional New Yorker style cartoon. It's just a black and white um, square. I don't know how. Yeah, it's just a black and white, <laughs> black and white cartoon, and it's um, it is a uh, an NFL review room, I guess. And I'm not a football fan, so I, I'm like waiting for Jeff to say you're calling that the wrong thing. But um, you got it right. I got you're, it right. Okay. You're, you're, you're doing great. So there are lots of screens um, and it's sort of implied that there's a game happening outside the bigger window. And um, the uh, there's a guy with like a like a headset, you know, with like the microphone and mm -hmm. Humphrey Bogart's character from Casablanca is is telling that guy he's that's the caption is play it again, Sam. And he, they're like watching a. <laughs> 
So it's like a, you know, like they're reviewing a call or something. All right. Pretty funny. All right. Uh, <laughs> Danny, Lily, what questions do you have about whether or not this is art or not art? What year was this Ooh, from? Good it's question. Been... Okay. So it's an old issue. I got a whole stack of these. This is from June 2014. Not that long ago. They, Not th and th yeah, and they went with the Casablanca reference. Yeah. Very, time, I mean, very timely. I mean, very timely. you have to understand, the New Yorker's audience is... Not young. <laughs> I <I'd> be old. <laughs> TCM and a New Yorker. <laughs> I think I, my, my guess is that Casablanca is one of one of those references. It's a classic enough movie that you can reference it, and it's like a throwback. So it's not obviously it's not topical, but okay. And and it's I assume it's it's Humphrey Bogart saying play it again, Sam. That's what you're that's saying. what it, it's not the other. That's what it looks like. It's not the oh, other. Lauren Bacall. I, I mean, it looks like. I mean, I can't show you, but it looks it looks or, like. Oh no, Bogart. I meant I meant it's not it's not like the other person in the booth. It's not them talking to Humphrey Bogart. No, sorry, no, it's Humphrey Bogart telling the, I mean, what looks like you know like the TV operator guy, to like, rewind the tape. I guess. Okay. That's what I'm getting from it. But again, you know, a lot of these cartoons are up to interpretation. I think this one's pretty straightforward. Right. Right. There's not like a piano or anything around in this not even just to give a visual reference to the scene because i mean it is dated as we've said a little esoteric but again <laughs> that's the new yorker's bread and butter um the the guy with the head the guy with the headset i mean he's wearing like a button-up shirt so i guess you i don't know what what i don't even remember who sam sam's the yeah i don't remember what sam looks like but i don't think he looks like sam I think I think oh. I think they're they're hitching this all on Humphrey, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Sam, Sam is the he, he he's the piano player in uh, Rick's Cafe, and he's he's African American, and this, this he guy, wear, usually wears a suit. Okay, this guy's not wearing a suit, but he is African American, so maybe that's mm. maybe, maybe they're trying to nod to okay. it more than I was aware of. Mm, that's a little swerve. Lily, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, if this was a, a caption contest, I think the second place caption would be, of all the replays in all the world, <laughs> he he had to step over the line. Wow, Lily. Like, a, like out of bounds. You, you've, been, you've been thinking about this the entire time. I had to flounder for questions while you're thinking about the most clever thing in the world. Yeah, it's, it's all I've been thinking about. I haven't been thinking about Lily, that that's amazing. Yeah. That is a really good catch. That, I, that's that's really great. That thank thank you thank you. I've I've seen the movie. What about okay. what about like uh like we'll always have Green Bay or something like? I'm trying to think of like <laughs> a, I'm go. trying to think of a, football, a place that has a football team. <laughs> that's funny. That's good. Okay, now let, wow. let, let's, right. let's transition to a round where we all just riff different gossip. <laughs> 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 oh, I, I I've got another one. Oh my god. Uh, okay, and now for now for our ad break, uh, Sleepies. If you don't go there now, you'll regret it, and you'll regret it for the rest of your life. That's nice. Sleepies. The Sleepies tagline. Yeah, for the rest of your yeah. life. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that one didn't land as well, but I, I get it. <laughs> Stop with the first one. That's literally the only other yeah. quote from Casablanca that I know. So. If this yeah. was a video uh, podcast, everybody would be looking at us uh, and seeing we're all just sort of looking <laughs> above our screens, trying to come up with captions for this thing, just like we're playing. I'm only thinking of Back to the Future quotes now. I know, but we're, we're all playing like uh, like a line game in, in improv. Like <laughs> here's looking at we're you, here's looking at you, kid. I think that's 
isn't it? I know. I, I keep thinking round up the usual suspect, but I can't find a football joke inside of there. Yeah. Oh, right. All right. Where- where we're going, we won't need fields. That's one for you, right. Danny. That's where I was, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was literally going to say oh, that. Oh, that's good. Let's do back to the, yeah, like, oh, no, my mom, yeah. my mom and dad. It's just, it's just becoming <laughs> very clear that Danny has not seen Casablanca. I have not. Yeah, no, clearly I, I have not. Um, <laughs> okay. But I've seen Back to the Future 1, 2, and 3 many times. All right. So. Uh, All right. So. Uh, you slacker, you, you slacker, McFly. Oh, yeah. Danny. Yeah. Lily. Yes, Jeff. Is what uh, Asher describing art? <laughs> is it art? <laughs> art. That's up to your interpretation. That's it's, that's exactly right. So, it is up to your interpretation. Is it art? Uh, is it real? And is it art? My my guess would be this is a joke that Asher came up with and pitched to a couple different people, and they were like, "That doesn't really like Casablanca is so old, no one's gonna get it." And he's convinced that this is a fantastic joke. And so he's trying to workshop it here. Uh, And so I think it's not on paper. I think it's just in his head. Okay. So you're saying it's bullshit. Yeah. This this issue was in June of 2014. Mm -hmm. That's not even football season. (laughs) <laughs> Again, I'm not sure the New Yorker audience would be. <laughs> but yeah, oh, no, it's, 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 uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, Stephen. That's a good point. Take it up with the, with the layout editor. You see, yeah. So the, 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 uh, the fact that there's the physical copy in your hand, that's holding me up, but. I'm not gonna. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not like Lily and gonna say that you have some bad jokes that don't get picked. But, I didn't um, say they were I, bad. I was just saying no, that. No, you. You verbatim said this is a bad joke and you're you're bad at what you do. You said that verbatim. You're right. I did say that. Lily, everyone remembers that you um, hit me. No one will forget it. You can't. You can't. You can't backpedal from that. Um. Um. But yeah. No, I'm gonna say this is bullshit. Also, just because I haven't seen Casablanca. So because you haven't seen Casablanca, you're just going to say this is bullshit. Yeah, I basically I feel out of it. I feel like not included in the bit. So okay. this has to be bullshit. Fair, very fair. Steven, not that you're playing the game, but what <laughs> do you think? Is this bullshit or is it real? I'm here for opinions and I think that it may be bullshit just based on the June scenario. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. The good thing is, Asher, if you if you did fool Steven, you will get the the 10 points. Um from Stephen being wrong. And uh, I am also going to put in a, a guess, which could raise your point total as well. And I'm going to guess that it is real. I'm, I believe your cartoon. Okay, Asher, is it true or is it bullshit? Not only is it bullshit, I just want to... I mean, I know that Lily is my sworn enemy at this point, but it could not be. Your, your assessment w- was the most accurate thing anyone could have said. This is, I, oh. although actually, to be fair, I haven't pitched it to anyone. I literally thought of it in the morning and I was like, this is probably only fine. And then I was like, man, it would be really hard to draw a foot. Like, I don't even know what that looks like. So I just never drew it. And I was like, and it's not that funny. So who cares? And so, uh, but but the reaction God the reaction it. from this show has confirmed that I made the right decision. 
<laughs> Hilarious. And you know oh, what? Lily. You should you should go with uh, Lily's tagline and, and go with that and try mine, and make Mine that was work. not better. <laughs> it barely no, makes sense. You should write the sleepies joke underneath. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do not the sleepies one. We're gonna do a joint submission. It's just gonna be it, there's not even a picture, it's just gonna be the text of the sleepies joke. That's it. <laughs> you know, I all right. I, I will say I've been looking over your Instagram almost this whole segment and it's hilarious. Oh my gosh. I, Thank you for your your one uh, with uh, Uncle Ben of Remember Peter with J.D. Power comes Great Associates. <laughs> I was cracking up. I love it. No one knows who J.D. Power Lily, is. You... And no one knows who's the, who is the associate. It's such a, <laughs> I love J.D. Power yeah. Associates. Thing is, it just feels like Lily right now is trying to keep you guys from being sworn enemies. It's true. Yeah. But, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust not, it, Asher. She's not done her homework. Yeah. Doesn't even follow you. That's just kind of, that just shows you what kind of person she is. I, I wouldn't trust it. She could do something devious later as a way to like sort of suck you in and then she had a full week of nothing. Yeah. And she's now looking at your Instagram. I mean, I'm just saying not a, I wouldn't be friends with Lily. I was sick, Danny. I was sick. I was too, I was too sick to look at Instagram. I think, I think, I think you made the right call, Lily. And, and and I, and I, and and I'm willing to, to mend this relationship if you are. We'll see. Oh no, I take it back. I've never been rejected. Steven, can you give us an update on scoring and of time? I will. Time, I think we'll be okay for the next round, but maybe we'll need to crank it up a little bit. Ugh. But Some Very specific. Know. Thank you. And uh, scoring? <laughs> uh, Danny, still in third place with five points. And I believe, yeah. I believe that Lily and Asher are tied at 15 points due to Jeff weighing in on that last topic. All right. Oh, you're right. You're right. Uh, that that gave Asher some points. Ten points for Asher on that last one, right? That's correct. Okay. Fantastic. Well, uh, that brings us to the end of round two. It's time for our third round, and our third round is an all-play, and it's called Grievances. Each one of you will bring in a particular grievance about someone on the podcast or even about the podcast itself. And I am going to have to try to figure out if the, your grievance is real or if it is bullshit. And you get 30 points for this round. So it's a doozy. And I, I, just, I just can't believe that we are, are playing this as a game. <laughs> just really, really looking to incite and hurt each other and really cause a lot of real damage this to our our psyches and our relationships and our friendships and the whole podcast in general. But this is what you guys wanted to do. So air your Whoa. grievances. No, this was, a, this. we had a brainstorming meeting and with within seconds of saying anyone have round ideas, Lily jumped on and said, what if we complain about this? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've been holding it in a long time and my therapist has been telling me to share more. So I figured this is uh... <laughs> All right. And Jeff, are you going to be playing as well? No, I'm just judging on who who has what grievances. My grievance is oh. that everybody lies to me, so oh, fair. that's hurtful. Uh, I'm actually going to start with Stephen to make sure that Stephen gets in. So Stephen, air your grievance. Okay, well, Jeff, you and I are friends, but most of the time you come out and say we're best friends. Am I yes. wrong in saying that? No, we're we're best friends. Okay. 
where do I live? <laughs> <laughs> so, true. Uh, you live in Cape Girardeau, Missouri. <laughs> no, and that is my grievance. Your grievance is that I don't know where you live yep. or that? We bring it up okay. all the time. You don't know what it is. That's that's my grievance. All right. You live in Cerro Gordo. <laughs> no, I don't even know if that's a real place. It is. It's in Illinois. Okay. All right. Fair. Okay. That is Stephen's grievance. Uh, Danny, what is your grievance? Um, my grievance is with a specific person on the podcast. I feel like these Jeff are all Bates. going to be me. But go ahead, Danny. So mine, mine uh, yeah. So... Uh, mine's about Jeff. Jeff was a teacher of mine multiple times. Um, and this is not, this is not a grievance about anything about making the podcast. This goes back to the time that I met Jeff um, or early in knowing Jeff. And uh, I quickly, you know, we all were living in Chicago and Jeff and I quickly found out that we lived around the corner from each other. Yeah. And uh, so I have seen, uh, I, you know, Jeff and Jeannie and Buster out and about, you know, while we were living there and stuff early in, uh, you know, my knowing Jeff, uh, at that point, I think Jeff was teaching me improv while we were, while I was in, uh, the Harold Ramis film school. And, um, I was RIP rest in peace. Um, I was in our local Mariano's, you know, right on Broadway and Barry, I guess. And I'm shopping, doing my weekly shop. And I, and this guy kind of walks past me clearly uh, coming off of a jog with his AirPods and his cool haircut. And I take a double take and I go, Oh my God, that's, that's Jeff Griggs. That's he, I, he's been teaching me improv for the last eight weeks. And, you know, I'm going to have him for the next, you know, the rest of the whole year, I, I'm going to see this guy. And then did you overhear so, my wife talk to my dog and say, this is the Mariano's your, <laughs> your father built. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, you were alone. Okay. Uh, it was a classic. If if you were uh, Asher, if you were to do a political political cartoon of Jeff, and you just draw a man with a cool haircut, AirPods, just staring at his Apple Watch, that's Jeff. You know. So we're standing by, you know, the packaged meat counter next to, you know, the the deli counter, and I kind of take a few steps closer, and I lean in, and I go, "Hey, Jeff," and he just ignores me. And I kind of wave again in his periphery, but clearly preoccupied by something. I go, hey, Jeff, it's me. Hey. And I'm with my roommate. And he's and I get no response. And then Jeff turns away and just walks away. And my roommate goes, wow, your teacher hates you. <laughs> and then uh, Jeff walked away and continued shopping. Clearly, you know, I'm Jeff. I run. I love it. And uh, was in his own world and didn't care to say hi to me. Did you see anything that I bought or purchased? Um, yeah, you had a a, a, a funfetti cake, some carrots, uh, a, a a a a bottle of Clorox, some knives, some Gouda. All right, but it wasn't aged. Okay, and and some okra. All right, yeah, that sounds like my my daily. <laughs> No, I don't remember, Jeff. Jeff, I don't remember what you bought because honestly, you offended me so much that I just didn't even want to look. Makes sense. That's fair. Lily, uh, air your grievance. So this grievance is for a member of the podcast that's uh, like a third father to me, uh, Jeff Griggs. (laughs) (laughs) 
so uh, Jeff, Jeff uh, and I were part of the, the cast of a uh, sketch about eating at a, a marijuana themed restaurant that we filmed. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we, we get into filming and uh, it's clear that Jeff doesn't really know his lines. <laughs> true, <laughs> Which, very true. You know, it's, that's fine. That's, that's not a big deal. But there was one po- point in that where uh, you messed up a take for like the third time and were like jokingly like, gosh darn it, and like hit the table and uh, a full glass of water fell into my lap and uh, you didn't even notice and we just kept going. And so I had a wet crotch for three fourths of that shoot because of you. <laughs> that sounds fair. I will say <laughs> I, I did memorize the lines and I just could not remember them. But it 100% <laughs> happened. I worked for two days and I was the only one who spoke during the whole scene. So yeah, I'm sorry. I, as as a, Stephen directed this and I wrote it and uh, with my writing partner and realized that we kind of screwed you over, but also we realized, we thought Jeff's a professional. He could do this. <laughs> and I could not. Five pages of just monologues. Five just nonstop monologues. Me describing, and I, I don't smoke pot. I know nothing about pot. And I'm doing this whole sketch about marijuana and all these names that I'm trying to remember, but also scientific names as I'm trying to recite all this. And so, yeah, I... I could not remember any of it. Yep. So this this is very fair. Thank you, Lily, for your grievance. Asher, air your grievance. Okay, I'm gonna uh, do a quick uh, about face here and I uh, make my grievance about Jeff. Okay. Okay. So th- <laughs> this is this is a throwback, and I don't know who's guessing because Jeff, you're gonna know, or maybe, or God, if you don't know, that's even worse. But I think you'll know whether or not this is true. Or maybe you won't because of what it is. Okay, so basically, <laughs> I moved to Chicago in it was like the end of 2006, and I started taking I.O. classes in 2007. And I don't know if you all know, but Jeff Griggs is a rock star at I.O. And I and every like all new students know who he is because uh, he wrote the book Guru. So it's, he's like a celebrity. Okay. So I'm taking classes and I, I wish I could remember what show it was. Jeff, what, what or you don't have to answer. At, after some improv <laughs> show, at the, at, it was upstairs. Or, okay, I can't remember. It was upstairs or downstairs at I.O. But at the bar, after the show, I uh, introduced myself, which well, this is a, a, a callback to I don't introduce myself to celebrities at the beginning, but I, I was brave enough to introduce myself to Jeff Griggs. And as Tom Foolery. As Tom Foolery. <laughs> And uh, we only talked for like just uh, just a minute. I don't know if you had another show or something, but we just talked very briefly. But I asked if you would be willing to um, grab a coffee because I was new to the city and just wanted to talk about improv. And you gave me your email address and then you never replied. And I have thought about asking you about this because since then, <laughs> years later, we would do shows together. And I've always thought about bringing this up, but I wasn't sure if you would... Uh... <laughs> He's checking his email. No, no, I'm writing down. I'm writing down the list. Uh, I'm a, I'm a pro as we do this. So I, everything you guys say, I write it down to make sure that I, I have it covered. I, for, fa- um, I found the email. Did you really? Because oh, I have The ironic on. thing. Yeah, go ahead. The ironic thing is that I emailed you to be on this show 
six weeks ago and you never replied to that email okay okay so, so you, you might think that was payback but it wasn't no it was that was an instagram message my instagram message oh is, you're right you're right it's i can't i'm so bad at keeping track if you had emailed i would have gotten it right away because i don't because right. i right. don't do what you did to me and to <laughs> <laughs> all right so here we go. Uh, let's do a quick recap. Steven, uh, what was yours? Jeff, you don't know where I live, even though it's been talked about on this podcast several times, and we're best friends. All right, great. Danny, what uh, what was your grievance? I uh, was, your my grievance is with you, Jeff, and um, I was your current, your student, and uh, you ignored me in Mariano's. Okay, Lily, what was your grievance? spilled a full glass of water on me and I had to sit like that under uh, while still acting my heart out for a full day. And Asher, what was your grievance? September 8th, 2007, 12.23 p.m. <laughs> Hi, Jeff. So nice to meet you. And thanks for offering to let me pick your brain. Would you have any time this weekend to grab a cup of coffee, maybe salt and pepper diner after your next show, whatever's easiest for you, Exclamation oh, point. I wanted so badly to make this easy for you. Left left on red. All right. Thank you for those recaps. <laughs> Steven, uh, I'm going to uh, say yours is bullshit. Danny, yours is bullshit. Lily, yours is bullshit. Asher, yours is bullshit. Steven, can you give us a, a recap of the scores and how we're doing on time? Uh, Danny's in third with five points. Lily and Asher are both tied with, in first place at, with 15 points. And time, we're good. We're great. Oh, all right. Asher, uh, do you have anything that you want to plug? Um, oh, no, like in general? No, yeah, I, just no, in general, not, not anything you're doing. Wait, wait Jeff, do you not want to guess if we're telling the truth? Or no, not? I already told you. All your stories are bullshit. <laughs> uh, Asher? Um, uh, there... <laughs> there's nothing I want to plug, but I do just want to say, yes, my story was bullshit. And I honestly think Jeff Griggs would never treat anyone like that because I, did, I do remember talking to you when I was a new improviser and you actually were very nice. And if I had asked for a cup of coffee, I think you would have said yes. But, That's hilarious because I actually did think yours is true. Asher <gasps> wins the show, everybody. Oh my gosh! Wait. You, no, you did it. I did. I thought you uh, it must be true. You had the exact date, I, so I thought yours was true. So Asher wins the show. I don't care about any of the other three. But mine was true. I don't you care really about it. Me. <laughs> it really affected me. I don't, me. Affected I don't me. care about it. I wasn't good in your class. Asher wins. Oh, yeah. Asher wins. <laughs> okay. John Sabine. Asher even wins John Sabine's episode. So congratulations. Oh wow. Asher. First two and oh. Asher, actually, Lily, I, I didn't really spill water on you. No, you you didn't remember any of your lines, but you didn't spill water on me. That's true. That's very true. Uh, and Danny and Steven, Steven, I still- 100% true. Uh, I, yeah, probably. Uh, Steven, <laughs> yeah. I don't know where you where you are. You seem to be in some, some bunker somewhere, <laughs> in some hill. Oh, with drop ceilings there's right and weird shelves and things on the back of it so i i don't want to know just because if we ever do find out where you are then we're liable for whatever you're running from so <laughs> so it's purpose. It so many weeks and that's why mine purpose was so bullshit jeff i don't care where you know where i live or not i just i just love that we're best friends <laughs> thank you thank you 
Actually, really though, uh, are you doing anything? I we kind of already plugged your Instagram, but you want to plug your Instagram again? I, I beg everyone, please follow me on Instagram. Um, and then, yeah. and then the only <laughs> other thing I, I would like to plug is uh, there's this uh, new podcast that I really enjoy listening to. It's called Bullshit Alert, and it is available <laughs> wherever you listen to podcasts. And are you still doing shows with uh, Improvised Shakespeare? Not right now. They they just had their first one back um, in LA, yeah, but that I was saw. that was the first uh, the first one. So hopefully soon. Awesome. Yeah. Well, Asher, thank you so much for uh, coming on the show. We really appreciate it. And I, you know, I have known you for a really long time, and it's just such a treat to see everything that you're doing, and so exciting to see all the things that you're involved in. And we have a lot of mutual friends who I know that you keep in touch with, and so. Uh, you made a film with Scotty Nelson not too long ago yeah. where you guys were playing chess and that yeah. was so fun to watch. And so it's so great seeing everybody doing stuff and, and, and being so successful. And so congratulations on that. Congratulations on uh, the stuff that you're doing with um, the New Yorker and uh, with your writing. And so congratulations and, and thanks for coming on the, on the show. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Thank you. And congratulations to, to you all. I, I truly, I love the show so much. It's, it's, it's great. Thank you. Uh, thank so you, much. Danny, Lily, and Steven. I don't think I've ever thanked you for being on the show. No, I was going to say, what's wrong? I don't know. I don't know. So thanks for being a part of the show. Thank you for listening. This is Bullshit Alert. Thank you for listening to our shit on Bullshit Alert. Thank you to our guest, Asher Perlman. You can follow Asher to see all of his brilliant New Yorker cartoons and some other really funny stuff on his Twitter and Instagram at Asher Perlman. He also writes for The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, which, if you haven't seen it yet, it's pretty good. On behalf of Jeff Griggs, Lily Moss, and Danny Marshall, I'm Stephen Carter. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Theme music by Fred Stark. Check him out at fredstarkmusic.com and Spotify.